1: Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio is Thrive by. Wow, what an incredible day this has been of radio. Absolutely incredible. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in and turning us on. And I told you earlier today about the show we were getting ready to have tonight. And so this is very, very cool that I get to talk to somebody that knows what it's like to have a body that you thought was just not going to work anymore. It just wasn't going to crank out that next bowling ball you threw down the alley, let alone help you breathe and live the life you desire, curing the incurable, being you and creating health with Liam Phillips joining me here today. Liam is someone that is dedicating his life to making sure that people across the globe get it. And what do I mean by get it? You know, what if you could just heal yourself for the joy of it? I mean, this is one of the messages, one of the questions he takes out into the world and asks. What if incurable was just a point of view? And what if you could change that point of view? These are questions that Liam Phillips has been posing to people all over the planet for the past several years. Why? Because he knows what it's like to overcome her Horrendous terminal disease, and not just from the point of view of academically reading about it, but this is somebody that experienced this. He's traveled the world in the past five years, teaching skills from you know the Axis Consciousness Tool Chest, and in a very very special way, has been able to talk to people about curing the incurable. It doesn't matter what you think is going on in your body right now or what someone has told you or what someone may tell you a year from now, a month from from now, 6 months from now, it doesn't matter. Because what does matter is hearing something tonight that will help you step into the world of possibility. What if you were the cure? Liam, thank you so much for joining me here today. Great, great show. I'm so thrilled. You're going to share 10 tips to create a communion with your body and change disease. But let's start chatting, if we could, about what this means, what we do when we step in and believe the symptoms, what the doctors tell us, what we read in the paper. What happens to us from a consciousness point of view?
2: Hi, Pat. Hi, everybody. My, um, oh, we've got a bit of an echo there. Um, I'm just so happy to be here today. My whole body is just like, mm. all my molecules are shaking. Wow, it's really cool. How's it getting better? Yeah, well, um, the signs and symptoms, well, symptoms um, was something that I had a look at when I was, when I was sick. Every time I had a symptom, I would go into this, woe is me. Oh, my God, it's happening again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And um, it was not a very pleasant feeling to experience. Um, so so I started to have a look at what signs and symptoms actually meant to me. And every time a symptom came up, I would attach a meaning to it. You know, exactly that. That's going to cause this. That's going to cause that. And I would actually start to create that in my body to pr- prove my point of view as being correct. So somewhere along the line, um, I had to have a look at that and change it so that when a symptom came up, I didn't necessarily have to buy it as real. Mm. I did a lot of, um, I did before, before I came across these amazing tools with access consciousness. um, I did, I was, I was a healer and I had done a lot of stuff in with Shiatsu and um, Reiki and other sorts of things. Well, one of the, what, one of the things that I had studied there was um, some of the Louise Hay stuff and had a look at some of that. And I remember reading in one of the, one of the books there that uh, in the back of the, that book, You Can Heal Your Life, there's a nice little chart there that talks about um, if you have a particular thing going on in your body, what does it, what does it mean? Right. What, what, yeah. What is, that, what is that signpost to? Right. So one of those ones was like uh, lower back pain is often to do with money issues, and so I, so I had a look at that in in my own disease and had a look at what these sort of things meant, and what occurred for me was that I bought that hook, lying and sinker, and so let's just take that one for example with the the lower back pain meaning it's it's got to do something it's got to be something with money. Now if it's not something to do with money. Then you stick yourself with a lie. And you stick yourself for a lie forever because um if you buy the lie, you can't change a lie. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have you've got to be willing to have a look at it and ask, is this really true for me and my body? Or is my body telling me something else? Does that make sense or am I?
1: No, it makes sense to me because you know, I, I mean is it any different, Liam, if I say to you, okay, Liam, you've got a headache. You know what? That headache's related to your third eye chakra. And let's talk about the third eye chakra and what that means or, you know, whatever. And, and I go into a story about that. And I say, you know, okay, here's what's happening. Energetically, your life is, your headaches are from some past life creation. I mean, does it matter where the point of view comes from.
2: Well, for me, no, it doesn't. For some right. people, it does.
1: Right, right, exactly, right.
2: What I, what I found was when I did give that sign or that symptom or, and when I did give it meaning that I would actually get caught up in the story of that. Right. And it was actually that story that sort of kept me trapped within the, the disease that I was experiencing or that I was mm. actually creating. hmm so, one of, one of the really cool things is like, you don't have to have, you don't have, to have a, a terminal disease to get this. It's sort of like it's in all areas of our life. So how many people out there, they have something to eat. Um, let's say they have a Coke um, at lunchtime and then an hour or so later they're feeling you know, really bloated and really horrible. Now, the thing is most people might go to the conclusion that that was because they had a Coke for lunch. So if you come to that conclusion and it's not true, then you won't be able to shift what's, cha- what, what's going on in your body with any ease because you've mm-hmm. actually the conclusion, the right answer, and it was the Coke. So you'll be avoiding Coke for lunch now forever and a day. Right. Been, yeah, exactly. And it may have actually been um, an awareness of somebody else, um, having some stomach problems, I, I went and saw a movie the other day, which really highlights this really well. It was called Loopers. it 's a it 's a time it's yes a time. have you seen it
1: I know I was supposed to go see it, and I cannot wait to go
2: see it uh, I, look I, I would really from a from a um, conscious point of view, I found it really interesting um, and about halfway through the movie it it flips and has a look at all these all these things about time travel. You know, it does your head in when you try and work it out logically. Anyway, just at that point um, where they were talking about this, I had one of those aha moments and I expanded dynamically. And Mm. then uh, a minute after that, I suddenly had this um, like feeling that I was going to vomit. And it was really strong and almost overwhelming. And I almost went to the conclusion it was because of the awareness that I just had and that there was something wrong with my body now. And so I had to really stop and look and ask that question, Is it was it really that awareness or is it something else? And when I asked that question, I got this lightness around it's something else. And I went, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to return it to sender now with all the consciousness attached to it. And it started to lighten up very quickly and immediately the sick feeling was gone. Well, about five minutes later, this woman got up and she said, excuse me, excuse me, and she's getting out through the the rows of the cinema. And um, she said, I've got to get out of here. I'm going to be sick. So it was actually me picking up her body. It had nothing to do with the awareness that I had other than I had expanded that much more and was able to pick up other people things that were going on in other people's bodies. Wow. So it's just like those daily occurrences. How often do you have like a, like, like I have pains that go through my head sometimes, you know, like those ice cream pains when you, right,
1: bite. right, right. Yes.
2: Oh yeah. Well, sometimes I have those and I don't even have an ice cream. And in the past, you know, sometimes I would go, Oh, what does this mean? Is it a sign that I'm getting, um, cancer in the brain or a tumor or something like that or is it a sign that i'm going to have a, a horrific m- migraine later on in the day and if i ever went to those conclusions then i would if i didn't start creating that in my body i started to create more of that reality more judgments around uh, or putting more energy into the re- reality of migraines and um and cancer and, and the fear that all comes up with all of that
1: Mm. i want to ask you uh about this because you know there are so many people i I know you know the statistics around this liam i know you do i know you know that um if you look at some of the statistics in the united states for example about disease and autoimmune disease on the on the rise uh, type 2 diabetes on the rise juvenile diabetes on the rise um you know, so forth and so on. It seems like, and and honestly, I, I was watching a documentary the other day about uh, cancer in 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 children, and I could hardly get through it. I I'm just crying, uh, and, and it is so painful to be at this place where so many people are suffering. And the question I want to ask is your personal journey demonstrates that we don't have to do this. What would you say uh, is one of the first things that can help people make that connection with their body? What do we need to learn? What are the tips that will help us step into that place where we can rid ourselves of disease and illness. And maybe even, by the way, how about preventing a few of these?
2: <laughs> no, that's not possible.
1: <laughs> ah, ah, oh, so I, you know, should I believe that point of view? What do you think?
2: Well, uh, what you were talking about there is very interesting. Yes, we, we'll, we will get to some of the tools. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things is when we're actually in it, it's really difficult to see. Uh, yes, yes. And, Um, s-h-i-t you know Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's easier to, to look outside and you were talking about you know seeing these kids with with terrible cancers and stuff and and it's and it's like you go into crying or you go into the pity what does that actually create for those kids so what i look at there is one of the things that came up for me when I, when I first went to England to say goodbye to my father six years ago, um, when I got off the plane, you know, I was a stick and I was feeling rather dizzy, et cetera, et cetera, and I was as white as a ghost. And my dad looked at me and this, and this feeling of pity came up from him and mm. it was me. And that really, for me, that really made me very angry because um, it wasn't empowering me to change anything. It was, oh, look at that poor boy, you know. And it was, um, it didn't really change anything for me. And it's sort of like, oh, yeah, I am a poor boy. And I started to align and agree with it. And I started to resist to it. So with that, if, if you're looking at somebody with disease, what if you were actually to expand and actually go into a question and go, okay, they've got a disease. Okay, that's sort of what 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 could I be right now that would change that? And it doesn't, you don't, notice I ask the question, what can I be? You don't necessarily have to do anything because part of the healing thing is actually stepping into being. And when you step into that being, then things can actually start to change because you don't, um, Lock it into this reality of what is right and what is wrong about a cancer or, or any of those sorts of things, mm-hmm. and just being can create the change, not just in yourself but also in the people that are around you and and even people on the other side of the planet. That's like one of my one of my clients um, early on in the piece. She she had a um, a daughter that was really really nasty piece of work and. Um, And we could have looked at, you know, what we could do to change that. But instead, what we did, we did a lot of work on changing my client's point of view and um, all the resistance and reaction that went with her daughter. And we did lots of bars and we did lots of processes. We did lots of verbal processes as well body processes. And within a year, the whole situation changed. And the woman on the other side of the world, because her daughter lived in London, and she She lived in Cairns in Australia, and her daughter started to change without doing it without doing any of the processing or it was all her mother that was doing all the changing so her mother was willing to step into that space of being something so totally different and not judging her daughter for the choices that she was making anymore i e um, using uh, an enormous amount of drugs mm-hmm. So, so that for me, that was a that was a real acknowledgement of when we when we actually don't go into the pity or the fight or the resistance or the alignment and agreement or all of those very um, constricting feelings, um, then and step into being, then we can actually create more space for not only yourself to change, but also for other people to change.
1: Mm. And you know there's so much that folks are talking about Liam about um about energy about the forces the power that we have to create our lives and our destinies and, and and you know how powerful we are within our own being within the nature of the mind within you know free will a lot of conversations around this and and you know I know we're going to talk about the tips today as well um but there's also the conversation about, you know, what are we really experiencing? I, I was on a show today, uh, and we're actually getting a couple of questions in here and in instant feedback, and folks would like you to clarify a couple of things, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but I was doing a show earlier today, and and we were talking about, does transformation have to be hard? Uh, and my guest had, you know, a perspective on life, where transformation is hard, and you know, I said to her, and, and standing in your yes is hard, and you get some hard lessons, and you know, there's struggle, and I and I just stopped. I rarely do this in a show, by the way. I stopped and I said, you know, I just got to tell you, that is not the way that I choose to live in my yes. And what I say yes to in my life. And we had a conversation about this, which was really interesting. And I ended up saying something like, you know, maybe the difference between us is age. And not going to mention, I'm a bit older than you are, Liam, and I was a bit older than she was. And I basically said, you know, at this point in my life, I really don't choose to live in the place of struggle. So I don't want to select no in my life, life. I want to select the possibility of yes all the time. And we had a really interesting chat with that. So my question is, do people know what, what they don't know? And I guess there's a couple of instant feedbacks that are coming in here that are talking about and would love for you to address this idea of how do we come to learn that we are stuck in the middle of a point of view that doesn't
2: serve us. Yeah. Isn't well, that a
1: great question?
2: Well, they're all great. But everything that you brought, there's just so much in it that you just brought up with that. Yeah,
1: and yeah.
2: What, what, the, what I do is I always follow the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were talking about it, that life could be a harm and a struggle and how mm-hmm. that sort of, that wasn't what you were choosing and what a beautiful way to put that. It is a choice. What what I look at is sometimes it can be uncomfortable because when you're, when you actually step out of everything that you know, and I'm going to use that word comfort zone because it's well known. When you mm-hmm. start out of that, it's sort of like, yes, it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but it never has to be hard. What if you were to actually ask a question like, What's it going to take for this to, to, to change this with ease? So if you are going through some, and, and here, is, here is one of those tools, and if you are going through something that perceive, that you perceive is difficult or that you feel is difficult, what if you ch- turn it 180 degrees? And this is a really cool tool. Whatever difficulty that you're going through, turn it 180 degrees and keep turning it 180 degrees. So you turn, and it's because it's spherical. This particular tool, you turn it 180 degrees clockwise, and then you turn it 180 degrees uh, upside down, and then 180 degrees another way, 180 degrees another way, and you can do keep doing that until it's no longer significant, and then you can ask the question. So, what's it going to take to change this with ease? Mm. And you, then you'll get a different awareness of what's what's required for you to change that. It may be that you need to change your point of view. It may be that you need to have a look whose point of view it is that you're actually operating from. It could be a 100, 110 million things. But it will give you an awareness of what where you're sticking yourself. And we'll um, start to uh, – because a question, when you ask a question um, – then you send that out to the universe, and you then you're actually willing to receive a different possibility so it's a, it's a really cool i haven't used that tool for a long time, actually turning everything one hundred and eighty degrees around and um, and then asking a question from that new point of view, but it is really cool and its sort of, it does your head in a little, little bit because you can't you can, you can no longer hold on to um, that point of view and make it solid mm
1: mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's talk about this in terms of, you know, what we're hearing right now. And we have heard, and I would say for the past 10 years, about the law of attraction and things that we can and cannot do and how we do them and how we should do them or not do them. Most of the time, you know, those conversations really lean towards those things that people hold as the manifestation in the the world. I I want it, Liam, I I want the love of my life to show up, and, and, you know, and, and by the way, uh, please, please have he or she show up in a Rolls Royce uh, taking me to the yacht. But now let's shift it to this conversation we're having about health and disease. Sometimes it's easier for for folks, and 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 I got a couple questions about this right now for you, to imagine that Rolls Royce than it is to imagine them well.
2: Yeah. So one of the one and another cool tool that I'd be using with this sort of thing well, there's two there's two things that's really coming up for me right now. It's like what if, what if you were actually first of all, know what it is that the change that you would like to create in your life? Because you know, just like I just want to be well is is may not be asking the right question. It's sort of like what can I change here that would allow this to come about with total ease? And if you ask more open-ended questions, because if you, if you've already decided, if we go back to the, the Rolls Royce thing, if you've already decided that that person has to show up with a Rolls Royce and you're going to end up on a yacht, then you're not willing to receive everybody else that could show you something, something totally different. You're very focused on that, and you know you might be able to create it, you might not. And but for me, it's sort of more like I'd be looking at things like, okay, so what? What would I really like in my life? Is it the Rolls Royce and the yacht and the man, or is it is it somebody who's nurturing and caring for me and my body and allow me to do whatever it is that I like to do? Mm -hmm. So, different question, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And when it comes to disease, it's sort of like just saying, oh, "I want to get rid of it." You're already you're already making the disease and everything wrong. Mm. So if you ask a question, like um, these tools now, what what is this, and can I change it? So, so let's say if you've got um, let's say if you've got indigestion, and you go, "What is this?" Right, that will take you out of the sign and the symptoms and the conclusion that, you, that most people come to that it was caused by something that they ate, um, for instance. Um, and then you can ask, can I change that? And that will give you another awareness of, okay, so um, it may be a no in that 10 seconds. Um, but you can always ask that question again later on. Because once you've actually asked that, what is this, it might take a little while for the universe to actually rearrange everything so that it can be changed. So when you ask that second question, can I change this, if you get a no, don't don't come to a conclusion that you'll never be able to change it. It's just that in that 10 seconds, in that 10 seconds, it can't be changed. So if we go back to your um, example with the kids with cancer, and you see them there or you're watching the video or whatever and you ask, what is this? And then, can I change this? When you ask, can I change it, if you get a no, you don't have to go, oh, my God, those poor kids, they're going to be stuck with this forever. That's another conclusion. It's uh, only in this 10 seconds. Okay, let's ask again in another half an hour to so see if it can be changed now. Let's ask tomorrow. And then you might get a yes. And then you can ask, okay, then you can ask the how question. So how can I change this? What do mm. I have to do? Where do I have to go? Who do I have to talk to? What do I have to change within myself to create a different energy around this?
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love that because what it does, it allows you to live in, in the world of, uh, and let me, just, let me just talk to you about this for a little bit. At least for me, when I hear you saying that, it always, it always brings you to or brings me to a place where I can allow for things to show up. That weren't there yesterday.
2: Yeah, exactly. I,
1: yeah, I, I love that because, you know, for me, um, that's, that's honestly the way that, you know, my life has been for the past several years. And, you know, I don't know how much you know about this, but, you know, I used to go to bed at night and it wasn't too long ago. Not sure if I was going to wake up the next day, you know, because of, uh, uh, of what was told to me that I had and And I think when you live with that, boy you got to be able to get to the questions that you 're talking about here, Liam, otherwise you 'd stress yourself out
2: yeah. and so you know when somebody and a, a doctor has a quite a lot of power if you give you if you align and agree with them now that, that most, most of them are are many doctors are, are healers, so they they came into the profession want actually wanting to make a change. And oh, I'm getting goosebumps as I talk about this now. And and they're wanting to make they're wanting to make a change, but then all the daily stuff comes in and all the statistics come in. And, and are you a statistic or are you an infinite being mm-hmm. with ultimate choice? With not ultimate choice, but infinite choice. So so but if you if you sell yourself to the doctor's point of view, which is often just based on a statistical analysis of all those people with that particular disease, um, then then you will have to start to create um, more of that reality. Maybe not more of that disease, but at least more of that disease in this reality. So so if you're willing to ask that question, you know, is, is, this, is this light for me? What the doctor said to me, I w- might not wake up tomorrow morning. Is that true?
1: Right. And if...
2: Feels heavy a little bit, you know it's not true for you. So, then for me, what I would do with that particular situation, I would destroy and, unc- before I go to bed, I'd destroy and uncreate everything, every point of view that I'd bought from any doctor, lawyer, Indian chief. And so when I woke up in the morning, that point of view will no longer be there. Mm. and um, Or at least it will give it the possibility of starting to dissipate. Mm. So wake up in the morning, you have the possibility of having a, a new blank sheet without all of those points of view that people have either projected or that you have bought in some way the next day which which is exactly what you were saying about living in those infinite possibilities, and you 're willing to receive that, those infinite possibilities but if you 've got this whole all this junk in your head going around and around and around all those thoughts and feelings from other people. Uh, then it's very difficult to receive a different possibility. And put and pock everywhere where I said difficult there. Let's oh. turn it 180 degrees, turn it 180 degrees, turn it 180 degrees, and what question could we ask there? Um, that, and I just, I've just it, uh, did an example of exactly how I work. As soon as I catch myself going, oh, it's very difficult, right. I, I, have, I have a look at it immediately wow. that's how I work with my life.
1: Well, let's do this, Liam. I want to take a short break, and we'll be right back with the Doctor Pat Show. I'm losing my voice. Talk Radio Thrive. Bye. <laughs> Join Lisa Kay, international business consultant and mentor and
0: host of the hit show Success and Empowerment as she combines a voracious appetite for learning and a life mission to understand and simplify the complex as she delivers a recipe for your unique talent. Lisa's intuitive ability to ask the right question has set her apart as she engages the most inspiring people in the world to tell their story. Tune in each Tuesday at 2 Pacific at TransformationTalkRadio.com.
1: That's naked truthaboutcoffee.com and check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters.
3: Gratitude asks Abundance, tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which offers you the ability to multiply yourself according to your desires. I am that which sees you everywhere I lay my glance. I am that which opens wide the arms to you so that you can express your nature constantly. Gratitude is on a mission to create unlimited abundance by allowing it to circulate through you. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this unlimited creative potential every single day? stimulate the energy of the essence of gratitude in your life by expressing your own desires of abundance and placing them in our seven spheres of gratitude origami box which emanates powerful vibrations that transform your life in health creativity wealth and enriched relationships visit our gratitude living boutique at explorationgratitude.com
0: Are you at a crossroads? Feeling stuck? I'm Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. My gift is helping people who are in transition receive spirit-led guidance about their next steps. I offer private sessions via phone or Skype, intuitive development classes, and much more. Please visit my website, fogcitypsychic.com, to find out how I can help you move out of the fog. the hit radio show authenticity
3: rising with christine and sabrina is energizing people everywhere to rise to the occasion of their lives do you feel overwhelmed by all the information out there that's designed to improve your life do you feel that you're destined to become more are you sometimes afraid to fully express who you are let authenticity rising with christine and sabrina help you to step into true empowerment leading you to greater joy ease and abundance co-host christine upchurch and sabrina fritz in invite you to join them every Monday at
0: 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio and rise to the occasion of your life.
1: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so thrilled to have Liam Phillips joining me here today. And you know, before we go ahead and continue to talk about and give our listeners some tips, Liam, I think it's really important to talk about, you know, what our listeners can get in terms of this free recording you have put together for them, uh, information about your website, and also some information about some of the activities and classes and seminars and things you've got planned. So why don't we take a minute to
2: yes. do that sure thing well wh- one of the things is i've created this little <clears throat> 10 tips to create more communion with your body and um, so if you go to my website uh I think it's on the front page there you can actually sign up for those 10 tips and um somewhere in there too i, I did a free telecall a couple of weeks ago which you can also sign up for and that goes through um the first 3 or 4 of those tips in quite some depth it's a it's a free call um it's and it's it's really quite amazing um, i was so grateful for the people on the call for asking those questions um and then for the doctor pat people i've put a little 10% off off for you guys if you if you want to come along to the next uh, get to know your body monthly, um, which is a monthly call that I do, which is usually fifty dollars, um, you can put in the code Doctor Pat when you get to the to the to the sign up page, and that will give you ten percent off automatically. And this month it's it's an amazing call. We're looking at healing. So if you if you figure that you've got some sort of um, healing capacity, then you may really like to be on that call because we're going to look at um, healing capacities from a very different point of view to perhaps what you've been exposed to before,
1: um, and then
2: finally we've got uh, the get to know your uh, sorry we've got the um, the hello body uh, uh, teleclass series which starts I think on the 26th of October which is going to be a fabulous a fabulous call. it's going to take you through everything step by step. And you get to ask questions personally, and you'll get all the clearings at the end of the at the end of the call. You'll get the call that you can listen to over and over again, and a clearing loop which will go deeper and deeper and deeper each time that you listen to it. So that's going to be fantastic. How's it get any better than that?
1: Oh, it's just fabulous, fabulous. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, so much uh, for all of your generosity and and what you're doing. It's it's amazing and it's powerful. Thank you so much. You know, Liam, I wanted to talk with you a bit about um, some of the tips, some of the things you've learned. I know that there are several that have been personally and important to you, uh, but I got to tell you, you know, some of these are really I have I have found them in my life, you know, to be absolutely incredible turning points and. At same time man they're tough and the one that I'm really talking about maybe we talk about it is this idea of stop judging our body you know what it's like you wake up and you look in the mirror and you're looking at your hair one day and you're thinking oh what did I just do now imagine a body that is taken on you know a direction that you never thought it would in my case I gained close to 50 pounds maybe more And I didn't know how to stop it. Talk about this judging your body,
2: if you would. Okay, cool. Um, I missed a little bit of that, but
1: yeah. Why don't we do this? Let's take a short break, and let's take a short break, and let's come back. Yeah, let's take a short break when we come back. Let's uh... see if we can uh, let's see if we can do a little bit redial on the connection here and get this going. Uh, You're listening to the Doctor. Pacho Lee and Phillips joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back.
0: Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class, yet felt self-conscious, or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI-certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter and receive your first class free. Visit annwithanetaylor.com. Gratitude asks
3: Abundance, Tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which offers you the ability to multiply yourself according to your desires. I am that which sees you everywhere I lay my glance. I am that which opens wide the arms to you so that you can express your nature constantly. Gratitude is on a mission to create unlimited abundance by allowing it to circulate through you. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this unlimited creative potential every single day? Stimulate the energy of the essence of gratitude in your life by expressing your own desires of abundance and placing them in our seven spheres of gratitude origami box, which emanates powerful vibrations that transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com.
0: Are you at a crossroads? Feeling stuck? I'm Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. My gift is helping people who are in transition receive spirit-led guidance about their next steps. I offer private sessions via phone or Skype, intuitive development classes, and much more. Please visit my website, fogcitypsychic.com, to find out how I can help you move out of the fog.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Liam. Liam Phillips joining me here today. How exciting this is. You know, curing the incurable. For those of us that have been, and I'm just going to say it, and maybe, Liam, you're going to have to do some clearing on me, but for those <laughs> of us that have been dragging ourselves around for years, you know, wondering what the heck is going on with us. It is thanks to the work that Liam and all of the folks at Access Consciousness are bringing forth to the world that we get to find another way, another way to think about our lives and another way to be. Liam, I can't thank you enough for joining me here today. And of course, you know, my hat goes off to all of the friends and folks at Access Consciousness because, you know, this is truly a journey that we all take together. So let's get right to the tips, if you would.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, we were looking at judgment just before we took a commercial break. And um, one of the things um, with judgment is... When somebody judges you, how do you feel? Do you feel light or do you feel heavy?
1: I feel horrible.
2: Yeah, you feel horrible. That's because that's because it's not really very uh, pleasant to be around a lot of judgment. So um, you would be probably one, Pat, you'd probably be one of these people that would probably judge themselves before you judge anybody else. Would that be Yeah, correct? that's true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Boy, you nailed me.
2: It's sort of like and i'm I'm the same, and there's many people out there that do it It's sort of like 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 for instance, we were having a little problem with Skype there, and it's sort of like, oh, what did I do wrong ah! rather than rather than going into okay, so what can I be here to change this and um as soon as you go into that judgment, that's when you actually start to create more more of that reality so if you if you go into the the judgment of oh you know. I'm getting a little bit older now, getting a bit over the hill. I'm over 45 and my hair is turning grey and everything's sagging. That's what you're going to start to create more of in your life. So it's, it's really cool if you can actually start to catch yourself wherever you're judging. And then, when you, then you can ask a question like, okay, cool, so I'm judging here. Uh, what can I do to change this? And one of the tools that I use to change that is literally I just bottom pocket And um, that's short term, that's short for, or short speak for um, using the access clearing statement. So it's like uh, the full access clearing statement, which you can hear on the access site or on my site, is good, bad, right, wrong, pop, pop, all night, short, boys and beyonds. So it goes to the actual point of creation where you bought that judgment as real and everywhere where you've been destroying your life with that or your body so next time you come up with a judgment like, oh, I, I can't change this. I am not good enough. Whatever that is, you can go, okay, pot and pop that. And it will start to create more space for you to create a different reality with your body.
1: Well, this is really the conversation that, you know, is so important to have, you know, come to the forefront. And that is this idea that we can actually clear things that no longer serve us. And let's talk a little bit about the clearing statements and why these clearing statements are so powerful and important, if we could.
2: Yeah, well, they're they're, um, they're just a tool that you can use that allows you to expand things. So when you're in a lot of judgment, for instance, it that when you're around people that are judging or when you're around yourself when you're judging, it feels contracted. Yes. So, so the, the clearing statement really, it, it works so simply because you don't really need to know how it works. It just does. It's sort of like a car. You know, everybody drives a car these days or uses a computer. You don't need to know how they work. All you need to know that they do work, and ask questions like, "Okay, I'm in the car. Where do I put the key? Okay, where do I want to go?" And that, that's basically all you all you need to do. And that's how the clearing statement works. You catch yourself um, judging, or you catch yourself uh, doing something that is not going to create more expansiveness for you. And you can just stop and pot and pocket. And I, I like using that pot and pocket because uh, a lot of people don't remember the full clearing statement. You could say everything that crazy person Liam says or that crazy <laughs> person says or whatever, or you can just say pod and pock. I, I had a friend who was um, a bit, uh, business coach, and she was with one of the biggest business coaching uh, companies in the world, and uh, they, had a, they had a seminar, and she had done some access, and she she introduced the um, CEO of this company and halfway through, she made a, a faux pas, which uh, a little bit of a lead balloon. It wasn't something she really wanted to say. And in front of 150 people, top executives in the world, she said, oh, I'm pod and pock that. Well, for me, that is sort of like that was really funny because I was the only one that knew what she said. <laughs> but, but it changed the energy. So most people in that situation would, in their head, they'd go, um, and use the F word, you know, or or the S word or whatever. And um, and that's a ju- that would be self-judgment. Instead, she changed the energy of it immediately. And as soon as she said, oh, I'm pod and pock that, everything lightened up in the room, and she could get on with introducing this guy from a very different space. And it was a phenomenal um, talk after that, I must admit. And it was just a lot of ease... The whole day was a lot of ease around it afterwards, so yeah, if you can start stepping out of your judgment, uh, you can actually start to change things that you were that you didn't think were possible before
1: Well, I think that this is really one of one of the one of the very important things for us to think about, but there are other tips here as well, um, and one of the things I did want to ask you about is you know this idea of uh, of looking at ourselves, you know, from, from this place where we can see our bodies in ways that they don't show up in the moment, right? And I wanted to uh, uh, talk to you about this idea and one of the tips that you say when you say don't make disease, pain, or suffering serious. I would love to talk about this tip because, wow, uh, how do you do that? How do you do that, Liam?
2: That's a good question.
1: I know. I picked that one out. It's juicy.
2: <laughs> I was looking. I went, what, where is Pat going with this one? And I was looking at that exact tip on my piece of paper there. And I'm going, ah! oh, that's cool. That's the one that's coming up. Yeah, when you're in it, oh, my God, doesn't it feel significant?
1: Oh, my oh, gosh, Liam, it, it feels, feels horrific. horrific.
2: And heavy and all of that sort of stuff. and. Oh my God! Yeah, it's sort of like what are you creating with that? M- more lightness or more of exactly that same thing. Um one of one of the one of my guests that's going to come on in December is a guy called um, Brett, and uh, we we were talking a couple of months ago, and I just got this energy to invite him on the show because everything that we were talking about when we because he had a disease as well. Everything that he was talking about, I had gone through. And everything that I was talking about, he had gone through. And it was like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. And then we had a look at what we had actually done before we had come to Access that actually made some differences for us. And one of those things was that we both wrote poetry. We both told a lot of jokes. We both did a lot of creative stuff um, as much as possible as our bodies would allow us. Um, And that was very light, even though that we had a disease. And it was really good fun talking with him because I'd I'd never talked to anybody about this before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought it was a bit wrong to sort of make make light of my, uh, you know, disease and what was going wrong with, quote unquote, um, with my body. Um, But what I was actually doing, I wasn't making it significant and I wasn't making it serious it was it was it was a tool that i that i didn 't even know was a tool. I just did it because I knew that there was some sort of there was something else other than the heaviness that I was choosing at that time, and I kept on looking for the lightness in things so I would take myself to movies that would inspire me and I would take i'd listen to stuff that would inspire me and I read books and I did programs and and I looked at all, all different aspects of things, anything to create more lightness and anything that created a heaviness. You know, like I started Chikung halfway through um, my disease, and uh, it was really great for the first two or three times, and then I made my body go, and my body didn't want to do it anymore, and I got sicker and sicker and sicker, and it got heavier and heavier and heavier, so I stopped it, and then it became life again. So I was always on this pathway of, of looking for the lightness without even knowing that I was doing that. I was seeking something else other than this, this serious heaviness that was around. And I'm sure that if we were to open that up to, or ask that question of yourself and other people, you would have found places where you were doing that as well.
1: There's no question about that. And, you know, it's interesting because we think that we go down this road and we think we're doing ourselves a favor and we're living, let's say, on the light side of things. But yet we don't realize that every time we force something on ourselves, you know what I mean by force something, whether it's a point of view, whether it's an exercise, whether it's a treatment, it's a force. It's not a joy or flow.
2: Yeah, well, when somebody – when somebody Forces something on you, does it feel light or does it feel heavy?
1: Never feels light i can't you know I can't remember not one circumstance in my life <laughs> not one
2: where yeah, it feels light We actually force something onto our bodies um, or force ourselves to do something out of a sense of or oh, you know um, I've got to do it because it's the family or I've got to do it f- for this reason or i've got to do it to make money or whatever it is. It, it I'm not saying don't go and make money or don't go and see the family. What I'm saying is what if you didn't have to do it from the force? <laughs> oh, that goes completely against uh, Star Wars there. maybe the It's right. Be- yes, right. made the potency be with you, yeah? Yeah. What if you did it from potency, which is actually much larger than a force? A force is like like that laser beam that they used in in the – in Star Wars, and the potency is that expansiveness that always creates something different that you that you that you may have a sense of, but you don't know exactly how it's going to show up. I know Pat when you started your radio show, you sent me an email last last week, and when you started your radio show, it was sort of like you it, you didn't know that that was you didn't know how it was going to show up, but it no. showed up. And it showed up in a way for you that has totally changed not only your life, but thousands and thousands of other people that have um, tuned into your show and tuned into you. Yeah. And, you know,
1: and and I have to tell you, and, and this really brings us to a great place to, you know, bring, you know, close our conversation today. What you talked about earlier of, of living in the question and asking questions, that is the place that, That I was at that point in time and I live today that so opened the door for me to even see what the possibilities were. You know, Liam, what we're talking about is so brilliant because by asking the questions you talked about earlier, you can be amazed at what shows up. That's what I think the key is to what you're saying. When I was living in the question of my life and I had one thing in mind and that was helping millions of people worldwide, I didn't sit down and say, oh, and let it be radio. As a matter of fact, Liam, I didn't even know it was an option.
2: Yeah. But you were willing to receive whatever whatever matched the energy of what you had been asking. And that's the trick. And because Not many people are really willing to receive because they've got too many points of view that they've made serious and significant. So if you can step out of that serious and significant, and here's a tool to do that with. Every morning you get up and you ask this question, what grand and glorious adventure can I have today? Mm. And that is actually going to change the energy of, and we were talking earlier of, you know, like going to bed, not knowing whether you're going to wake up the next day. Well, when you do, it's sort of like alleluia. That's a miracle. It's a miracle if you wake up tomorrow, whether you've got a disease or not. It's a miracle. You are the miracle. So, and if you ask that question, what grand and glorious adventure can I have today? And you could even add, that would change what's ever going on with my body right away. (laughs) It rhymes. Um, Then you can have a different possibility start to show up. And I, I often do that and, you know, like, Today I woke up and I asked that, and yesterday it was thirty-five degrees in Brisbane. It was really hot, and I woke up this morning. And what grand and glorious adventure can I have today? And it's stormy weather. It's cool. The rain is pouring down, and I love that weather. You know, it's, uh, you know, uh,
3: I'll,
2: I'll acknowledge where I've asked a question and I have created a change. So. That's the other part of it is what if you were willing to acknowledge everywhere where you're making a change, even if it's only a tiny little thing, even if you can only walk like 100 metres down to your letterbox and then tomorrow you may do 120 metres or 120 yards for the Americans. You know, you do an extra 20 yards, you know, acknowledge that your body was able to do that. Acknowledge that you made a different choice and then you, and then more of that will show up.
1: I love it. Liam, thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And one more time, please give out your website for folks.
2: Yeah, cool. That's uh, liamphillips.com. It's easy. (laughs) All right.
1: All right. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. For more about the Dr. Pat Show, we've made it easy for you to do. Go to thedrpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Remember, today you heard something that will change your life. We'd love to invite you to join us in changing lives around the world. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.
0: is so Way too high Overgrown
2: but you can barely See the ground Or touch the sky Your high horse Is taken off and
0: left To you, nowhere to be Found, better off Dead, so you said But don't worry We all fall
3: down Somehow some day not somehow